Hello, you're listening to Ergo. I'm Kiss. Damon's on his way up here. We got a great episode for you today. It's an interesting one. We, we, we get into it. The, the rapper Phnom is our guest. He's a, an educator, an MC, and stalwart of the Chicago hip-hop scene. Um, before we get to the interview, a couple community announcements. Tonight, the first of two days of Chicago Permaculture Action Days with Rising Appalachia. So those are organizers from Appalachia who are in Chicago doing some resilience movement building. Today at 6402 South Honorary, they're at the Igro Peace House in Englewood and Urban Farm. And then tomorrow night, the after party is at Breathing Room 1434 West 51st. And that's the next edition of the Breathing Room series. This one's called Growing While Black. It's all about how we can sustain and shape our environment in a liberatory manner. So that's starting today into tomorrow. Also tonight is the release party for the next edition of Jewish Currents. Jewish Currents is a leftist Jewish magazine that's been doing a whole bunch of good work. Uh, The party's at In These Times, 2040 North Milwaukee. Uh, I will be in the building. So if you want to come say hi and get a feel for some of the great work happening at Jewish Currents, they're not based in Chicago, but they're coming here uh, to do this party. So that should be a good time. And then also tonight, November 15th at the Annex at 1620 West Chicago is the first edition of Teach Boys Consent. It's a event series and art exhibition uh, by last week's guest, Kane One. We talked about uh, this series a little bit toward the end of last week's episode, and the first kind of conversation around it is happening tonight, Thursday night uh, at the Annex. And then also tonight, it's a busy night. You're going to be all over the city down at uh, the storefront that's 4346 South Ashland uh, is the next edition of Sip and Cope, which is a storytelling and comedy series happening out of that space. We got Vanessa Garcia, Ashley Ray, Ergo Alum, and Omari Farrell on the bill. It's going to be a great time. They got all kinds of great programming happening down there over the course of the next couple months. So get in tune with what's happening in the storyfront space. And then on Saturday, Damon and I are co-hosting, and I'm, I'll be on the ones and zeros DJing the fourth annual Chicago Community Bond Fund fundraiser. Uh, it's in the same location as last year, which is the Preston Bradley Center, 941 West Lawrence. We got a Kenya on the bill, Henry Mayhem, uh, and then Barbara Ransby, the, uh, the godmother of all this stuff, will be giving a talk. So that's going to be a great time. Come through and support the Community Bond Fund, doing such amazing work in Chicago. And then lastly... This is one we're not involved with per se, but I think I'll definitely be there and should be fascinating for anyone interested in Chicago music and culture and its its lineages and history. As part of Red Bull Music Festival Chicago, there's a conversation with no ID at the Chicago History Museum that's on Tuesday, November 20th. Tickets are at redbull.com and he will be uh, sharing how he did some of the work that, you know, catapulted the careers of everyone from Common to Kanye to everybody and, and what he's up to now. So that's what we got community announcement wise. Uh, like I said, you're in for, for a crazy ride with Phnom. We, uh, we start with, with a, a Tupac interview clip and it, it goes down some rabbit holes from there. So enjoy the conversation and Phnom, let's get into it. Yeah, I vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I just totally didn't this time. <laughs> it's like, there's enough millennials that's that's doing it. That's yeah. great. I yeah, mean, I, I wasn't moved to man. Yeah, I, I voted for shit Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's my vote. <laughs> yeah, I vote for Pop. 
Yeah, that's, a, that's a solid write-in. <laughs> I do, I do, Just man. Pac, uh, it's some interesting stuff. I don't know if you can play it on here, but let's see. There's a conversation that Pac had with the notorious gangster. Oh, we. we I'm we just we in recording. It? Let's yeah, go. Let's get it. Let's get it. We'll, okay. we'll do a real intro, but we. Can I. Talk uh, but yeah, it's an interview of Pac on the phone in jail, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he talking about. Yeah. Organizing the community, yeah. like to a deep level, with his, with his, like not not his uncle, but with one of the not with right? with no nope, with Yuka monster Shikori? monster who is, was the Crips hitman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he wrote a book. Go like four minutes in. All right, I got it right. I think I think I got it right here. Let's see. I want to get this uh, this organization started with you. Only we could do it. Let me tell you the idea. Right. It's like where like we start like this youth league, right? right. Like football league, basketball. Football, I mean basketball, football, softball, for girls and boys. I'm yeah. gonna get all the rappers to adopt the team. Right. Like, each rapper have his own team. Coolio has his team. <laughs> Coolio, you know how old is it? Off the top, Coolio. The rappers are the ones that put the money up. We get the deal, we play. We have like a church to come out too. and sell food. That's real. We had the fathers and the uncles and all of the men in the community, they do security. Right. Get their respect back for the kids and Straight everything. Up. Then we had an FOI come out. We had a deacon from the church. They do security. And we just play football, baseball. You know, get that community spirit going again. I'm with then it, on the weekends, we have block parties. All right. Every, every rapper got to get up. Every rapper, nigga, if you got a record out, you got to get up for us. You got to come to a free show for the hood. That's real. And it's like a little tour. That's so we real. do that. We get all the communities back together. Now, I'm talking to Al Sharpton about this, some other motherfuckers with some power. And then when we do that, we register the voters. And if we can register them for Democrats, Republican, or Independent. Yeah. Once we register the voters, we have power. Then we start going up to the mayors of these cities and telling them, look, we got this many voters in this city. We want you to do this. We want um, a community center. We start hitting up Nike for the free clothes, the computer stores for the free computers for each community center. And if they don't, then shit, that's how many people we have in those cities we can regulate. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we telling the mayor, nigga, if you don't do this, then we ain't going to do this. Then we can... Um, Get these politicians. I talked to Al Sharpton. He said he can get the police to like chill out. Alan Sharpton was from his movie. <laughs> yeah. Talking about I can get the police. I to get chill the out. police. Get the Stop laughing. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Welcome, Erica. <laughs> That's who I voted for, Governor of Illinois. Oh my God! I don't think we've ever really gotten into a uh, like a in depth pot conversation on the show. Yeah. I think some of it is just gen- like deep. we're a couple years mm-hmm. later. Um, I don't know. And also, I'm an East Coast kid, so I didn't, like, grow up hearing his music mm-hmm. around. He right, wasn't right, part right, of the conversation. Right, right. But, Dame, is there any, like, resin? Obviously, like, yeah, yeah what does yeah, it mean nah, for you? I mean, I, 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 yeah, for sure. And it, it definitely, in the last five years, I think the part of his legacy that is the most powerful is starting to shine back, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. we got to bring into account, like, when we talk about police and prisons, he got his ass beat by the cops a bunch of times and ended up in jail. And so he was traumatized. And so the things that were most exciting about Pac that has like kind of, uh, I think, taken too much of a, 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 a size in the frame of his picture was mm. the, the story after his death for the first 15 years or so. But now, as I think the, 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 the people in the streets are waking up and there's a more liberatory, more radical, progressive consciousness, people are starting to really find out like, oh, wait, Afeni was who? Mm-hmm. His stepfather right, was who? Right, oh, right. he was oh, really about this. He yeah. was he was with the Panther Cubs before he got his record deal? Oh, okay, I understand mm-hmm. now. And so then we, we start to see his contradiction and, and the fact that he was 25, right? So I mm-hmm. think so many of us who were kids 
just looked at him as like an icon. And mm-hmm. he was grown, right? Grown mm-hmm. is grown when you're a kid. Yeah. But now as somebody who just turned 26, it's like, wow. He was a legend by the time he was 25. Right. So at 21, 22, 25. this man was working, you know? And so like, it, it, it's really starting to really hmm. sit in for me, at least, you know? And, and I'm sure your perspective is completely different because you saw the man. whole ascension. You know yeah, yeah, I really saw it. I saw, I, it hit me like, like uh, I don't know, like Chance hit this right. new generation. Yeah. Like right, right, he right. came from out of nowhere and then he did what he did. But um, damn, man, as you was talking, man, that kind of popped my corn a little bit, as Chairman Fred say. <laughs> it, made me, it made me think, man, of how Kanye's going through that. Mm, mm. Which part? The trauma. The just the trauma of of the dichotomy of the business. You know what I'm saying? Just that side and this side of wanting to be who everybody wants you to be, and then still wanting to do for your people. Mm-hmm. And those things don't mesh. Those yeah. are two different directions, and you get pulled apart, or you're gonna have to leave one direction to go the other way, man. Right. And that those are facts. Damn. Yeah. And it's there, so, yeah, there kind of is no successful model yeah so before we get too deep into it okay. too late we can roll we yeah. are deep into it <laughs> but, but we need we you know we have to do a proper introduction here today with Ergo we got a, a very very special revered guest here um, one of Chicago's premier maybe if not one of you know the premier youth centered hip hop organizer as well as hip hop performing artist writer teacher uh, you know as I was growing up, even before I really started writing, really before I started getting on the mic or before I started getting in the streets, this name rung out, and I, I and I was mm. aware of his lineage and legacy. We got Phenom in the building. Everybody, wherever you at, make some noise for Phenom. You see it? You see it? I appreciate you for joining in yeah. on the sound thank effect. You, before break down the audience, and most people man. just like sit, sit back there and, let and look the... at us like we are tweaking. It's what they usually ah, okay. do. That's what's so up. We appreciate That's you getting right wow. in there. Wow! That's wow! Uh, thanks, us to Saudi. You know Absolutely, Eric Olam Saudi Olam for making this happen. Saudi ah, for connecting yes, us. So you, you know, we we have a list, and you were on the list, and and we knew at some point we would have to have this conversation. Not only because the story of what we're trying to do in Chicago will be incomplete without you, but because so many of the people that we've spoken to have throughout the years and... have named you as uh. a significant part. Uh, you and K Loves definitely as yeah, a team, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. raised the generation of yeah, my peers. Yeah, 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 so thank you, oh, first of all, before we even oh, get into the conversation. That feels interesting. Thank you, thank you, King. Ah, that's that's. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did do that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out with your memory of. Yeah. 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 I got it. So we always like to start the show the same way, um, with uh, playing Tupac on the phone. No, we always like to start <laughs> with um, a two-part question. In cool. this time, in this moment, this season, how's the world treating you, and uh, how are you treating the world? The world is treating me like I don't know that I am king of self. Hmm. Okay. I treat the world like it's a place to visit. <laughs> I love these answers. <laughs> and I, I, I visit I visit the world that uh I guess we all live in. I visit the world every now and then. Hmm. But I don't live here, man. Where you know are you the rest of the time? Mm, yeah, where you at? I am in uh the thin layer of consciousness between life and about to commit suicide. 
That was fresh. That was dope. That was dope. That was dope. You're was just dope. snapping at your own bar. Right, right. It was dope. It was dope. It was dope. Because, because. I'm going to have to edit out a second track of you in the background going, go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Dope. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I say that because, you know, um, daily there are things that's trying to convince you to give up. Hmm. And those things are strong, man. And sometimes you swim in against a current that's too strong for you to fight. Hmm. And on the other side, there's, you know, there's good, but I'm I'm don't I don't live in the too good because the higher you go, the harder you're gonna fall. So hmm. I don't I don't I don't not allow myself to fly. I, I allow myself to go. And when I feel like I'm not in control of self, that is when um, I go through my systems check, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. see what's controlling me, you know what I'm saying? And if it ain't the creator, then I, I need to reset. I need to recalibrate. Mm. So what's one time recently you've had to reset? What was something that that was like a, a dysfunctional control? Well, okay, great, man. I'm glad you asked me because, um, yeah, I, I've been wanting to ask somebody else. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, your, um, it's your episode. <clears throat> man, you know, out here as an artist— there's a bunch of cloud talk. You know what I'm saying? Cloud People, or clout? Cloud, mm -hmm. meaning that it looked like it's something to stand on. <laughs> it's looked like it's there, mm -hmm. but it's not really there, bro. Yeah. But they're going to they're going to come to you with with the strike of God in their eyes and their voice. Mm -hmm. But that's a cloud, bro. That's a cloud. <laughs> and I was living on so many clouds yeah. that when it came time to land on those clouds I could not mm. so translate that into real time when it was time to do a real show let's do a real event man let's let's get the youth off the street and and I know how to do it. I got the formula bro let's do this it it wasn't real that connection that that you talked to me in the mm. club after mm -hmm. my show you was like damn for now bro anytime you need me I need you bro I need you now it's snowing outside it's some homeless youth out there that could use a couple hours off the street right Let's do this open mic in here. Well, you know, and <clears throat> I took a year setting up stuff. I'm different, man. I took a year setting up stuff to see who really rock with me. Yeah. I, I prayed about it. I say, you know what I'm saying, creator, I'm, I'm about to do this just so I can see. And that was across the board. Mm. Who is with me? You know, I, I was trained by Michelle Obama, man, mm. for, for 10 months. I reached back to what, Michelle Obama. What, what year is this? When did this 95, 96 oh, through, through Public Allies. Okay. <clears throat> and so I reached back to the White House. They they stopped my calls. So a, gr <laughs> a group of my youth were going there from uh -huh. Harper because uh -huh. she, she rocked with Harper High School. Right. So <laughs> new I was working with this. some youth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I sent the letter through the youth to the White House. They <laughs> gave it to them. Man, you can't give no letters to her. But they, it got to her. Mm -hmm. And her chief of staff called my phone, man. Wow. We talked for 20 minutes. We got disconnected. And they called me back. Wow. I was like, man, I'm rocking with the White House right now. They finna help me do some stuff. Michelle Obama. Nah, man. They was like, nah, we can't really help. Um, you know what I'm saying? Why we in this position right here. And, and that, was, that was like a downer, bro. It was like, man, you trained me, though. It was... <laughs> But then, and then there was others who I went to, um, and just and just DJ stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just DJs. Yeah. Uh, there was one DJ 
who I was working with. I worked with like five different DJs. There was one DJ I worked with who I knew was flaking on me, man. He was flaking on me. So I set up a meeting with him on a day that I knew I wasn't going to be in town. I knew I wasn't going to be in town. I knew he was flaking, though. You know what I'm saying? And if he didn't flake, he'd be mad at me. And then I'd be like, damn, that's how I feel. Damn it all the time. Right? But That's a very petty lesson. But that's, a, that's a petty lesson. Petty but, but effective. That's what it took. It took. He didn't even show up to that. Mm. That showed me. Okay. How do you know so, you weren't there? Hey, he told. Okay. He sent me a text. Yo, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I knew you couldn't. Yeah. Mm. So, but, so why do I continue to book you for my shows? Yeah. I'm not effective. So there were so many clouds that I just had to eliminate. And I put Iman in that cloud. But they never they never went away. Hmm. They like, they was like, you know what I'm saying, land here, lights, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying? The strip. It was, it was perfect. Yeah. It was, it was perfect. It was like Southwest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, man, you know, we we support, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We support. You we can check two artists. bags free whenever you yeah. want. Man, oh, man the two bag move. You can what? you can move on Southwest, boy. Man, <laughs> they giving out just and and this is just real talk. Just me promoting about what they do. Just the food that they eat is halal, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's it's good. It's delicious. So youth, rock with me. Come with me to Iman, and mm-hmm. just the food is different from what you get already, most right. likely. Mm-hmm. Then what we're talking about, everybody in here is having a healthy conversation, man. We're building, you know what I'm saying? There is a platform for you to do your art. Right. Do it right now, right here. Yeah. So those are the type of people that I started to connect with, and I got rid of the clouds, yeah. and now I can see clear. Shout yeah, out to Iman. Absolutely. In the City Muslim Action Network. Respect, uh, I don't. You, you remember roughly when what episode Sadia was? It's in the 90s or something. But go check yeah. out. That's uh, a great conversation. With, with Sadia, and, and you can get definitely more knowledge on, on what this, what would you, so let's name it. So if a, if the the the, uh, the the things that's woofing and, and blowing smoke are clouds, mm-hmm. what is the, 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 the antithesis of that? What, what can we call Iman? A landing strip? Um, no. In the dirt? No, man. Iman is like the entrance (laughs) to Wakanda. (laughs) It's the entrance. It's the entrance. When you come in, you're like, damn, wait a minute. Well, I thought, I thought. And then you you go deeper, and they're connected to a world of people. Yeah. That I've, I've been seeing, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and so now I see y'all through them. I was like, all right, okay, y'all for real, y'all. For, you know, what I'm <laughs> so it was. It's, it's just I, I like the way that they got it together, and I must say this. I must say this for all community development programs that's out there doing community. Why is Iman so good? Right, they are so good because they are spiritual first. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. It's spiritual first. And before we even talk to you or they even talk to us, they have prayed a number of times. Hmm. And they are held by the the responsibility of, of, of who they serve, you know what I'm saying, spiritually. Then there's the table we yeah. can meet at. And I think there's little space for negative energy. There's little space for cloud talk. Yeah. Um, it's, it's little space. It's a fertile ground. So... Um, I think that's major. That's very, very major. And it was a revolutionary group that I was a part of. Some real, some real revolutionaries. Man, I'm talking about Russell Simmons came to town. They they ran him out of the city. <laughs> I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. Man, don't come to Chicago with you know what I'm saying, with our youth that we have here. These are our babies, bro, with that fake hop you bring in. Yeah. And then when I asked, what do we do about spirituality? And they was like, man, you know what I'm saying? We got to get our people together first. And it was like, oh, 
I can't really be a part of yeah. this because it's, you know. So that was a home that you were knew that you had been looking for? That that intersection, not just intersection, but that um that entry point, that door that that was through spirituality into the work? Was that something that like you had been because you've been doing this in different mm-hmm. ways and in different rooms and with different kinds of partnerships for a long time? Mm-hmm. Was that something that you knew you wanted at this point and then we're so yeah, happy man. to find? I mean, since seven <laughs> since seven i have been spiritual so let's let's break let's break that down so yeah. at iman obviously islam mm-hmm. is at the foundation of their spiritual the container yeah for you the concept of spirit what does that really mean and do you have uh a tradition or, or a religion or, or yeah, yeah, system yeah yeah yeah, for yeah, which yeah, you yeah, yeah. absolutely i'm glad you asked that question you're a great question asker appreciate too, it man. man that's why i said this been some of those i mean that's what's up. <laughs> what we do um <laughs> I uh, uh, I was raised Christian, mm-hmm. and I, I was shown what a Christian is. Then I discovered what a Christian was, and then I was invited to Iraq, and I talked to them about who Jesus was. Hmm. And when was this Iraq trip? I've heard you reference it a, a year ago, less than a year ago, okay. less than a year ago, right, right, right. and it was beautiful. Who is it through? <clears throat> How did that? How did that come to be? Hip hop detox. Hip hop detox was connected via the New Horizons organization, who actually funded this for uh, the Americans to go, and it was like a whole bunch of diplomats from all over the world. I was a hip hop diplomat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dipset. What you mean? I was a hip. And yeah. my name was written as a hip hop diplomat, and yeah. that was the first time I was out of the country. That was beautiful for hip hop. Right. That's what's right. up. Wow. Um, but I, I, I had to relearn what religion was and what spirituality was. <clears throat> That's how I was able to recognize who Iman was because they're grounded in spirituality more than religion. Mm-hmm. They are religious. They, they, they hold the values true to who they are and what they do, but they understand that you have a walk and it's different. And mm-hmm. right now you're walking here. So let's, let's build and let's communicate, hmm. not go over there because you're going to taint what we do. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're solid. Inclusive. It's not, it's not a spiritual purity necessarily in that right. way of like, don't, don't sully our waters. It's like, come be in the, in the pool with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, man, that with, with different religions, man, everybody's awakened in, in these different religions to certain things. Right. And so as you're older, when you, when you come in a room with somebody who's, who has a different religion, you get to share what you've learned. It, it's not necessarily uh, um, recommit to my religion, mm-hmm. whatever works for you in his work. Cause look at you, you're peaceful, you're respectful. Yeah. I love you. You love me. What got you here? And I respect that. So when I see somebody else doing that, I'm going to look at it the same way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for you these days, what's uh, to, to be crass? What's your God game like? My where God you, where, where game. Where you at in the spirituality? Like what's ringing true now? Man, w- is that that just Christ, really? Just Christ. What is Christ? Christ, to me, I thought Christ was a Samaritan, but nah, man. You know what I'm saying? When I went to Iraq, I learned Christ was a rebel, mm-hmm. um, more of a rebel than a Samaritan. Um, and you kind of have to be a rebel out here um, in a bunch of different levels. Some people are scared of youth, but I'm rebel, man, I'm going over there. Then some youth are scared of the GDs or scared of the, the Latin Kings. I'm going over there, bro. Why? Because God told me to. Mm. In mm. stereo, no, I feel it here. Let's discuss what conversations with God feels like. Yeah. And... It's just, you know what I'm saying, just just understanding that that rebelliousness in the face of uh, um, um, social norms, hmm. just so that we can see the reality of what's true. And true right. truth is 
constantly redefined. So let's get specific. I want to. We're, we're we're in the big ideas. Come let's on. get we're specific. I want to get down. Let's get it onto the ground. Um, for you at at this point, you know, you're now in the in the in the waters that you want to be in that are feeding you that are, that are feeling uh, fulfilling and, and grounded and connected. Yeah. Were you the, in that place when you went on this Iraq trip? Was that something that you found afterwards? Uh, how did we're, I'm just want to get the timeline right before I ask my follow up? Absolutely, I've always been there since, like I was saying, since seven. I've been spiritually grounded. Yeah. I knew exactly what I was supposed to do here. Hmm. It was just from there. Who is going to allow me to do it? Yeah. Who's going to help me to do it? Who's going to stop me from doing it? Because it's not their thing. Yeah. Is is just a whole nother understanding. Once you have the the ring, once you have the Pope Fiction case, <laughs> who's going to try to diminish that light? Who's going to respect that you have it? Who's going to yeah. try to steal it? I had the light at seven, man. But cer- I knew it. Certainty is a beautiful because it gives you that answer, but it also can be dangerous. Yes. Um, especially when you're like, if you feel especially that you when you're know. Seven. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. Real. that's And I think that that's something that sometimes when there's someone who is really self assured about like what they're here to do, um, that can be a fulfilling thing and mm-hmm. something that guides you but it's also good to it's not a it's not a self-doubt but it is a having the ability to step out of yourself and look and see what are you reflecting so are there any maybe additions or addendums to what you knew at seven that you've learned in the last few years oh wow um yes like uh the truth is constantly redefined mm-hmm. no matter how smart you are the mm-hmm. truth evolves yeah mm-hmm. So there's all these books that we have, and you could have been the scholar of that book, that book, that book. But today, life did this. <laughs> and you have to welcome that. And so I've been I've been more welcoming to that. Yeah. Um, what, would be an, what would be an example? I'm just, I'm going to keep. Come on, come you on. Don't, you don't have to, but I keep pushing specifically because I, I think to, that's so where the If we have to split atoms in here, man, let's get it. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in there. One, I want to sure. add something, but I think it might help. Yeah, bring yeah. in bring it more tangibly that speaks I'm always gonna shout out Grace and, and Jimmy Boggs gang, gang. On, on the show <laughs> are you familiar with Grace and Gra- Grace Lee and uh-huh. James Boggs movement activists uh, in, in Detroit. Detroit through the whole 20th century they were they were the OGs to the Panthers and okay. the power revolution so from the 60s on down Anybody who did movement work or grassroots work in Detroit would go sit in their living room mm. and learn from them. They were writers, mm, uh, labor organizers. You know, they had some like socialist Marxist Leninist traditions. Mm. Um, but in in the book, that's like my Bible: uh, Revolution, Evolution, Twentieth Century. One thing they say is that there is no absolute truth. Mm. Truth is to be; it is relative and subjective, and it is to be created or discovered, not proven. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so to, back to back to your journey. That. So you 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 mentioned Christianity as you were raised, and this trip to Iraq a year ago redefined your conception of Christ. Mm-hmm. So throughout that timeline, from last year to age seven, what was your relationship with the church? Because Christianity, Christ, and the church are not always the same thing. Right. And like I said, it, it was evolving. At first, I thought the church was a debacle. Um, <laughs> great one, sounded word yeah. one, one, once <laughs> once a, I grew up and then I saw the church but then I had to understand the move of negative energy and if that story of the devil and, and heaven is, is real if that story is real where would the demon set up camp <laughs> where w- 
if heaven is in this place and yeah. you are running away from hell, why not put hell right here in the front of this place? You'll mm-hmm. run away from heaven and hell at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I had to relook at what the church was. And the church is not necessarily a building. The mm-hmm. church is the circle. It's the cre- it's the movement, the consciousness of what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. There's a church of evil. There's a yeah. church of so many different mm-hmm. things. So the church, create the church. And I had to understand, man, I have the power. Wow. And so I went different places creating church. It was called the open mic it was yeah. called a circle peace circle whatever but this is church bro this is, this is all i know yeah shout out charles preston by the way that's the first thing i thought about church, church the language of church on the nine mm-hmm, being an example mm-hmm, of that of like mm-hmm. creating sacred space in a space that we don't label Period. As sacred sacred know? space and and what i've learned in church when i first got it where it felt great to me at, at seven six leading up to seven was everybody was accepted mm-hmm Everybody was accepted. I saw everybody at like a height of feeling great without drugs and liquor. Mm. I saw it. I saw it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everybody was kicking it. Yeah, no, nah, you can't get you right. can't get more turned up than you that. You know what I'm saying? It was it was <laughs> it was everybody was having a good time, man. It was <laughs> food <nothing> everywhere. <laughs> it was it wasn't about sexiness. It wasn't about what you was wearing. No, nobody was in yoga pants. You know what I'm saying? It was it was. A beautiful existence. Nobody was on their phone or sending mm. emails. Everybody was about everybody that was in that space. We was at a, like a church picnic when I when I really woke up and was like, "Look at this." Yeah. And I was seven, and the sun was going down. You know that Chicago mm-hmm. sun mm-hmm. when it's going. It's like in that Park District. Oh my oh, yeah. God, man! I was like, <laughs> the, uh, "No, Forest Preserve." That's what I'm. I yeah. want this Park District too, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. With the boys and girls, all that. I want this. Hmm. I know that this feels great to me. I didn't know about violence at that moment. When I run into these youth, it's just that that same filter, that same lens I put over them and see what's missing. Hmm. Oh, you haven't had church, bro. <laughs> you went to that building and that car, they call but you, it a but church? you didn't get church we finna have church in this house, man. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? With Lyric Squad. We what we did was we cracked open a book, a book. Maya Angelou, not necessarily the Bible. It might not be a, the good book, but right? a, good a good book. book. A good book, yeah. right? Yeah, and so <laughs> we we broke it down and we deciphered it and we made tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we made Rice Krispie treats. Mm-hmm. And then we played charades. And and then they went back home to their violent neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, where was I? <laughs> yes, you were still in the hood, bro. You was just at church. Right. <laughs> were, you, were you musically... Engaged absolutely, that absolutely. Where, that where that no, 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 not not first. It was all spirituality. Like my mm-hmm. mother made sure I didn't fall asleep in church. I'm the one who got slapped. Mm-hmm. Psh, wake up, wake up, pay attention to what he's saying. I don't care about what he's saying, <laughs> pay attention to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And and so that was me. Music came later. Music came when Rakim hit. To me, music came when um Sundance. Pump up the jam, pump uh, it up. Uh, pump it. So everybody was like dancing to that, and I was like, "Damn, I could do that. I could do that." And then I so wrote you saw my first people runner. dancing and wanted to figure out a way to make them dance. Nope, everybody you was. To dance? I wanted to. I guess not make people dance, but make people respond mm-hmm. to the words physically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so not necessarily dance, but oh, or yeah. yo, put your hands up, have a good time. You took the directive of pump up the jam. And you're like, I would like to pump up the jam. Let, let me pump this jam up. Man. What do are you this. doing? Right. And so I, I just went everywhere pumping up jam. Man. Yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to, I don't know where the story begins. 
like let's just call it hip hop organizer. Okay. Does that does that feel like a okay? Good, yeah, yeah, a good yeah, language? yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like I've heard you, I've heard other people trace back to probably the mid '90s, and there's like a few iterations of like how Phenom and Cole, Phenom and Squad, Phenom and K Love have like mm. kind of, you know, done this thing. So, yeah. so how do you, how do you understand? Not even tell the story because there's a story where you tell for your bio, the story you tell for the funders, but like for yourself. How are you really breaking down the narrative of of that? So so you know church, right? And now you you found music, you found Rakim, you pumping up the jam, and and then right, mixing right, that right. together. Right. When did the work really start for you? Okay, so around the time MySpace came about, right? Word. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's a good that's a good Word. reference. Okay. <laughs> around the time MySpace came. How was your top eight looking? My top eight was, you know what I'm saying? I was it was hot. You know what I'm saying? I had I had I had half my crew members, you know what I'm saying, and 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 a few, you know what I'm saying, young understand me checking me out. But it was it was hot, it was hot, it was hot. I had numbers. That's a, right? sol- that's a solid top eight. I had numbers, but um around that time, man, it was no like YouTube. Like mm, that. That's true. And so how did people get out? And a lot of people living now have no idea how it was right and how it was man if you were heard by a mass amount of people somebody printed your words on hmm. on something on a cd like they wrote, yeah like they were written up they were written or they yeah. were actually burned they were produced into a physical thing uh, that's the only way you were heard by a mass amount of people besides a 14 like the year old listener just freaking out right now <laughs> like what is he talking about <laughs> right it's so in that man, that then the CD game started getting bigger and bigger. Everybody now you can burn your CDs at home instead mm-hmm. of paying for the guy at the tower or Rainbow to really yeah. do. Yeah. During that, I, I I stopped getting caught into the selling of the music, and I opened up to the the business of it. And what's the distinction? The business, it's a business, man. This it's more business than it is music. But you say then you said the got stop getting caught up in the selling of the music. The selling the, when of, I hear that, that sounds like the same thing. The set when no, 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 no. The selling of the music is you are comprising some form of your gift for monetary gain when you mm-hmm. know this is not fulfilling you. Mm-hmm. Or fulfilling the people that that you know is really not fulfilling them, man. You know you do those rhymes or pieces or projects that you create that you forget about as soon as you create them. That mm-hmm. things. We were just talking about rappers with fifty five feature verses from two thousand thirteen that you get your your check those and you mo- move the, on. There's, yeah. there's a monetary creations, man. Mm-hmm. So and what's so, the distinction between selling it that way and the business of it? Now, if we are in a business of the music, then you understand who I am and you understand who you are and there's a place where we're meeting in order to get this from me. So you're not pimping me for my performance or my music. Hmm. You, you're going to pay the DJ tonight, but you're not going to pay me because you don't think I'm that important. Hmm. But actually, I am important and I'm going to be here at 8 o'clock and I was here at 8. And then you <laughs> put me on after that guy, which was at 11 so I've been here since 8 
Um, and this is actual time, man. So <laughs> if you are going to book me, then we need to talk about the business of, of how am I going to be here? What time you want me to be here? When are you going to give me my money? As a matter of fact, let's talk about money first. Yeah. Because when it's music, people come to you, yo, Phenom, oh my God, you're going to kill this beat. Yo, this show, I got I got Jesus there, Tupac is there, <laughs> uh, um, Easy finna come out the ceiling. <laughs> it's finna be crazy. Yo, what the money look like? Yo, well, it's, you know what I'm saying, my, my, my baby mom was always like, well, we don't really have that much. But you were so excited about the music part when, when the business came in. Mm -hmm. Yo, am I going to get my residuals from this? Uh, um, can I put this with ASCAP or BMI? Right. There's a business of this that I'm supposed to have because it's my gift. But because it's all music, they get to pimp us off these dreams. And I, I even seen Ye do it too, man. Before he left, he did an audition for people to perform at his show at the Dusabu, and he charged them ten dollars a piece to to audition. Mm -hmm. That's 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 pimping the that's pimping the the music, man. Yeah. You don't really need that money, bro. Yeah, that's why. You don't need that money. But and if it's somebody that's really dope, if it's fifteen people that's really dope here at this audition. You don't just wipe them out and send them home. There's a business of it. Let's let's create a compilation. Right. Let's put them on a roster so that they can get booked throughout Chicago. Yeah. I'm one of the Kanye 15. Mm -hmm. So I understood there was a business of it versus the music. And yeah. so I went more business. So it, uh, it, I left the business and went to the, yeah. And having this understanding that comes, like everything that you are explaining, I can hear is coming through having learn these things the hard way. <laughs> yeah, man. Right? And having put in the time and the energy and the hours uh, over the years. So how do you balance um, having the openness for new opportunities and not just assuming that someone's going to make the same exploitative moves that other people have made toward you in the past? How do you still give someone the benefit of the doubt? Well, now you're getting to where I am kind of right now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just, like I said, just Christ, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I'm looking at. What what have I learned about my spirituality, my spiritual walk? When I didn't know I was walking and my mom was grabbing my hand, what what was I learning? What did I know? Just be a blessing. Hmm. If you could just start there. Let's just work on that for the week. <laughs> just be a blessing. Mm -hmm. yeah. That means wash your hands because whatever you touch, if you touch your child's food, it should be blessed. Right. What food are you eating? Just be a blessing. Be on time. Be be as many places as you can to help certain people. Be a blessing. And as you start to be a blessing more and more, man, then you start to see who's stopping the blessings. <laughs> and you get you get to see so much, you know. So that's that's basically what I did. I stopped trying to figure out is this person gonna give me or are they not? Right. Does this feel good or does it not? I don't believe that the energy of my spirituality would lead me into a place that I shouldn't be. And that is a like extension of having a certain understanding of yourself and trusting yourself. Um, so that even if someone is going to try to take advantage of that way, you have enough trust in yourself to not be guided in that situation. Absolutely. And, and you know what? And if I do get guided into that wrong situation, <clears throat> understand that all things work for the greater good and according to his purpose. You know what I'm saying? All things. That means if you go and they dupe you, now you have another lesson to teach at the class. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm such a good mentor, man, because I've been duped a few times. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I recognized it, and I, I didn't. I, I, did, did that, I didn't repeat it. So hopefully it. they don't have to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> Purposely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and sometimes I did, man. Some, like I said, for that year, I I allowed myself to be duped, hmm. knowing that there are dupers here on purpose, and some people are going to dupe you because they're drowning. Yeah, there are that's super right. dupers. Yeah, that's the who you got. Super you duper. There's the super duper. And there's Ooh. people just out here trying to swim. Yeah. But you hate a super duper. Man. <laughs> so let, let's we call them also refinessers. That's Re- the refinessers. Oh, so, here, so here's the thing. So here's my analysis of like the post MySpace era of Chicago, right? Come on, come on. That like the independent hip hop scene, especially the black led independent hip hop scene, mm-hmm. started from like y- y- young dudes like finessing the kids from the suburbs for the capital and for mm. the resources mm. to mm. get you know t- and, and basically put it on the internet we took over the world with it right mm. uh but what we then learned who were we talked to maseo i think we were talking to maseo so. oh my and we were talking about man sometimes but those folks don't go away that's you gotta have and the they law. refinesce oh. and that's what we got to be careful of Damn. once we finesse them and we think we got the dupe they're going to come back for the super dupe, and that's, we call that the, the, the refinesse. refinesse. That's the super dupe alley you put And that's, that's because those right because there. those guys end up being the guys who own the labels or and the own blog, the distribution companies and the blogs. The merch or the, company or, you know, the, or has the keys mm. to the venue. And the only reason why they were able to get that yeah. position is the combination of their social position. Of allowing and then, themselves to get finesse. And then the clout that they get. So they could actually, they had the capital to make that long-term investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The example that we have from the generation before, and you can tell us whether this is true or not, is that the shift happened when young rappers, rather than getting money for studio time from drug dealers, got it from suburban white kids. Does that seem like a split? It's a very like... I know that's a generalization. generalization yeah. That's kind of how we, we feel it's gone in the last... Nah, time. man. Um, I love being proven wrong. Yeah, it's... it's uh, <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> you, you gotta know. You gotta okay, know. Right, right. I'm not saying for you, everyone. You yeah. have to know that did happen, but people really were innovative, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just from from things like pause mixtape and recording your your thing. Just oh yeah, come on, man. With with just the the tape deck, <laughs> people got creative, and I saw people working getting. They little machines, you know what I'm saying? They little beat pads, um, and and definitely it, it was it was more prevalent. It was more prevalent in the suburbs, yes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they had guitar centers out there, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who had that. Anytime it really came to us, it was in like the pawn shops or whatever, and so right. we just grab it from there. And so, but the the innovation really happened, man, at these centers these centers and different places where there was definite uh, um, uh, resources there. Mm-hmm. Let's take Tall Black Guy. Have you mm-hmm. heard of Tall yeah, Black yeah, Guy, yeah. TBG? Yeah, I've, met, I've met him a couple times. He's been up at, I've met him at HBK. He's okay. right. yeah. TBG is world. Producer, yeah. right? If I'm getting that right? Producer, yes. DJ, yeah. He's a producer. Okay. okay. Produces okay. ass off, yeah. He was, he was homeless, man, mm-hmm. making his beats at Guitar Center. Mm. He would go there, pretending like he's buying something, man, make a beat real quick and go sell that. Mm. 
that's the Boys and Girls Club, uh, a street level video, uh, um, you meet all these different places. Look at where Chance recorded mm-hmm. his stuff at. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That wasn't, that was, that's what hip hop is. Mm-hmm. And that's what an African American is. I went to Iraq and rediscovered what an African American is. I thought I was African. I thought I was, you know what I'm saying, with my RBT. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, when you go to another country, they mm-hmm. say, U.S.? Yeah. Or if I say Africa, what part of Africa are you from? Because I know some people over there. <laughs> what, where <laughs> where are you? Call your blood. <laughs> yeah, what part? I was like, damn, I'm from the U.S., bro. <laughs> Damn, right? It's a, <laughs> That's the, the, the neighbor villain trying to say that. Damn, Chicago, man, like, like, like what, what neighborhood? Oh, you from? oh well, uh, <laughs> right, I right. Went to, I went to Napa Valley. I got a cousin. <laughs> my father, right. well, my father went to Robert Taylor homes. We yeah. my grandma house. Yeah, you ain't from there, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so with well, that understanding, well, man, my cousins in Sierra Leone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just straight, just straight flogging. <laughs> And ah, shout out to man, Flodge is on his way out. We gotta preserve Flodge. Yeah, Flodge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah that's it's, important. It's off. Yeah, man. <laughs> the culture. <laughs> <clears throat> so, how did you learn that lesson over there? I know we're bouncing all over, but that's no, fine. no, that's great because I realized, damn, I don't even have a history. What's that like? Like, like a long term history? African Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's new. You know what I'm saying? New people. Right, 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 right. So. I realized that the African Americans do the absolute most <laughs> with the absolute least. Mm. Just to say you're an African American is to say you. It's a contradiction in it, itself, first of all. Just, just, just that language. Just to call you that <laughs> is a desecration of who you are, just speaking to you, even when I'm being nice. But with that, and you mark that African-American, you still can succeed. And we have with the absolute, with the absolute least. And so I re-understood that. And I said, damn, that's why hip hop came from us, bro. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why it's all over the world. And guess what happened when I was in Iraq? Tell the story. Come on, man. I'm standing in this VIP ass tent, right? And we got all these <laughs> diplomats around me. So I'm like, man, this is too this. So I slid off to the side, right? I'm hanging out of the tent. It's just a tent in a big ass desert, right? <laughs> And, and right, and so there's people everywhere. We in this tent because we're quote unquote important, but we in the desert too, bro. We, we just in this tent, and there was some youth over there, right? And so they came over. They saw my little hip hop like gear. You know what I'm saying? Me and my crew, we was like hip hopped up. Mm-hmm. You're the hip hop diplomats, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where the hip hop go? In Iraq, you know what I'm saying? Where everybody got garb on. You know what I'm saying? So they walk up and they say, "You got bars." Mm. Iraq. And then he said, Montana 300. Wow. He didn't even know he was from Chicago. Wow. That was the first name came out of his mouth. He said Montana 300. I I I just understood so many things. Yeah, no, that was just like wow. That would be the last thing I would expect to hear. <laughs> that was the absolute you know, last thing. Or Biggie, Tupac, Montana, Jay Z. But like, he said <laughs> Montana three hundred. That's hilarious. Not hundred. Yeah. Not hundred, my brother. Yeah. No. Montana three hundred. Mm. Wow. I said, wow. Do he even know that his music made it this far? 
Yeah. Probably not. And that is that important to these kids who deal with ISIS. And America. And America. First. first. And yeah. a, you know what I'm saying? One, two punch. <laughs> so it was, it's, it was such an awakening, man, that, that, that we do the absolute most with the absolute least. And that's really what happened hmm. with hip-hop. There's a lot of people say a different bunch of different things, but people made it whatever the hell way they could. Right. Kanye didn't just get a beat machine and just walk into glory. He had he, he didn't just have all these ideas that people do these YouTubes about. He had to get ideas from other people. Right. And and because of the way the system was back then, they they didn't share the credit and all that. And people wanted their credit, man. And he got into fights in regards to that. Mm-hmm. That's how we had to do it. Yeah, and it's this place of abundance that you're talking about, of like we make with what we have, and that that is what we have. So, period, man. I want to connect that to how does that inform the way you build the the work that you've been doing with MC School and, and all the people that that's touched? Where does that place of abundance factor into how you envision this? All right, and work. so I based it upon my settings of when I was seven, right? When I when I <laughs> felt a, that this was a big year. So I big. have I I recently found the picture, man. I found the picture of the day of the of day. The cookout. I got it. I got that picture. Um, I, I I put this setting back up, bro, because of how I felt and I feel more than I talk. And so when the youth come around, man, I could feel them. Mm. You're lying, bro. <laughs> Your ass ain't ate. You haven't eaten today. And uh, you're not telling nobody, really. Oh, I you thought know? you were calling them on being eight years old. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're, you're seven. I, I thought your yeah. seven-year-old was looking nah, for nah. eight-year-old <laughs> Your ass have not eaten. Yeah, nah, but it's real. Yeah. You don't have a coat, bro. It's co- My hands are freezing. You standing out here telling me about this new song that you got. And I feel you. But after we spit and everything, where you going? Where you going, bro? Because I'm going back home and I'm going to recharge myself. And we all deserve that. And I come in contact with a lot of them that don't have that. So, Phnom, if you call yourself a Christian, how can you come across? How? 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 How can you know this job wants these youth for voting, Mm -hmm. but they give you the money to get them to this Hype event. I'm not doing this event, bro. I'm apolitical, period. And, well, you're going to starve, Phenom. Yes, I starved, bro. I got baby mamas, and they cussed me the hell out because I didn't do certain things. But guess what? Spirit is first. Spirit is first. So, um, you know, I, I was able to be placed into a, a circle. There's this... this um. This documentary about about math and how things settle and probability, and they had these marbles and different color marbles, and they would just put it in this machine and just let it shake, and the color marbles settled themselves with the colors. It was crazy, it was mm-hmm. weird. Every time they shook this thing, the colors just settled themselves together. That's kind of what I allowed myself to do to settle with the like spirited. I've mm-hmm. never been here. I haven't been moving at this frequency to be able to deliver what I'm delivering at the platform to do what it's supposed to do. So I'm just letting it shake as opposed to trying to shake with it and mm-hmm. end up in a place I'm not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So tangibly, what's the, in relation to all the things that you've done in the past, what's the what's the work look like right now? Right what now. The things, whether it's day to day or not, again, not for the fun of it, like for you, what are you waking up excited to be doing? 
Um, I'm excited to be a dad. Mm. Um, I know that's important. Um, I love waking up next to my one-year-old. Oh, man. Shout oh. out to your one-year-old. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm, 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 I'm in heaven, man. I, I, I leave my one-year-old and I come and see the world and I'm like, oh, okay, I see y'all. What's but, their name? Um, um, Journey is, is my Journey. is my baby girl right Shout now. Um, and she's like one and she knows like 250 words. Mm. So I can like talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no, don't do that. How do you feel about that? You you don't like that? Um, and she doesn't say, oh, you know, I don't feel. But she'll say no <laughs> or yes or like that. She'll repeat it. And so I'm learning some things. You know, she's reteaching me. That, um, having my own space. My space. I saw a guy on the train. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about space. you putting yeah, 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 yeah. My space, right? <laughs> um, but uh, that was that was a crazy part. Um, but I, I, I met a dude on the train who's been traveling everywhere, and then so I was like, "Oh, okay." I should ask him, "Where's the best place to be?" He said, "Home. Mm. Home is the best place in the world to be." And then I took that, and then I made home the best place to be. <laughs> right? Put everything in here that nobody's going to move, that makes you feel the absolute best. And so that's what home is. Yeah. When I go there, I'm charged, bro. I'm going back into the back cave. You can't get to me. You got to yeah. call, you know what I'm saying, three people yeah. just to come up to my door. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, so that uh, prayer, prayer works. Prayer works um, even when you're doubting prayer. Like, is there really a God? Just the actual saying of the things that you know you want. Is important. It's yeah. just clearing oh, the mind, sure. just mm-hmm. just that by itself, um, and just having prayer to see what's interrupting prayer. How, how often the phone rings? Specifically, when I pray, bro, what's going what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Don't get mad at them. There's certain energy. Turn your phone off. So now there's a certain behavior that I'm learning in order to keep myself set that I have to keep doing, mm-hmm. and then I lose that. Yeah. Because there's distractions and I'll come into the world and I'll feel for a person and then I'll help enable somebody and they'll have me all everywhere. And then I have to go back and recenter and say, yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. Have your sphere. Yeah, yeah, have, have, have my, you know what I'm saying, sphere. But mm-hmm. out of my sphere, go over to Iman. It's like Wakanda, bro. I'm telling you, it's like, man, you're going to be over there. Everybody's just loving on you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's well, perfect. So I want to I want to kind of... Talk about how you see your legacy and how you're like living in it right now. Mm. So looking forward, but also the right now. So the way mm. I kind of frame it is, so we, like I said, to open up, we kind of have had a list. And so for the last three years, Daniel has a transplant who's very, you know, well-versed in the community of Chicago. What part of New York are you from, King? From the Bronx. Uh, okay. Yep, yes. Yep. So in, there's a, f- a few folks who are like, you know, I'm kind of filling in the blanks, right? So in kind of describing you the way that I have framed it is for folks who listen to the show, especially early on, we've talked a lot about kind of the impact of these youth spaces and YCA was definitely like at the center of a lot of the, like the, the trickle out effect. I definitely was deeply impacted by the YCA space. Uh, and the way I said is like the entire South side, right? Like on the South side, there, there's not the same institutional space, but Phnom and K-Love kind of have functioned in that way but have not been institutionalized, have not been documented, and the narrative is not packaged in the same way and probably does not have the same resources. I, not probably, I know, does not have the same resources that, that, that YCA has been able to, to, to harness. And so does that one sit right and accurate? What would you add? What would you take away? And what has not yet been written that you want to come? 
Damn, these questions, bro. Damn. All right, okay. <laughs> Professional question askers over go. here. Go radio. Damn. Let's get okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's interesting that you're asking me because um, I've been here. I'm I'm the same guy. I was here when common was common sense. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I was here. So, damn, for you to say that, That's a man, great benchmark. It is. It is. It is. It's great. Um, Nasty Nas came here. You know what I'm saying? Before he was Nas, Illmatic, and Nas Escobar. Nasty was here. And mm-hmm. that was a different Nas. You know what I'm saying? So, Legacy... That that part of hip hop, Pharaoh Monch came yeah. with uh, organized confusion mm. at the Congress. Mm. Wu Tang, so that's ninety two, ninety three. Man, if, you know if it's organized saying? confusion. Wu Tang was here when Old Dirty was there at the, at the Congress. So you know, I got to see, I got to see real hip hop, man. I got to see it, and so I was developed more out of it. And what happened was, fresh out of high school, man, I thought I was going to be like some major battle rapper MC. And so I went into battle rapping. And I got discovered by the same guy who discovered Ye first. Who was that? And so at East Move Miller, right? Mm. And so East Move had us all in, in this in this label and he was trying to push us. We He did a show at the Double Door. We was like 18, 19. It, was, it, was, it worked, but... Ye was like, nah, I'm going to New York. And he was like, man, we finna stay here and do it. There's revolutionariness here. So we understand it was a difference between us there. That's when mm-hmm. I first understood I'm different. When this guy come around, you know what I'm saying? He flashy. He remind me of Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He Diddy. I mean, we backstage at the show and and it was just, it was like theatrics. You know what I'm saying? But he was real, but he knew what he was doing. Right. But he was doing it. And we, we knew <laughs> that, not to do it. That is, to date, like, that is a perfect He knew exactly what he was doing, but he was but doing, he was doing it. it. Like, damn, bro. But, you know. It, it makes it, it so much worse. It, it, was, it was a lesson. It was a lesson. And so from that, you know, I joined, I joined Public Allies, mm-hmm. uh, the social change group, direct service program initiative created by Bill Clinton. And it Diddy, was, I didn't know that. Bill Clinton created public outlaws. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Although you're saying Diddy created public outlaws. Uh, I was like, I think uh, actually Diddy, you're an actor. Yeah. And, so, and Diddy. <laughs> with that, man, that's when I understood my organizing muscle. And so I won the top youth program award in the city. And they brought me to McCormick Place. Uh, Mayor Daly gave me an award, man. It was like, I didn't know what that was. But I like 400 and some programs that are funded. I was the top. Mm. What about my formula? That, that rose me to the top above in Chicago that year. I had to discover that. And so I jumped into the unsigned hype source MC battle that was brought here to Chicago. Come to find out they was doing 10 different cities and Chicago mm-hmm. was one of them. At that time, I was breaking up with my crew, man, because they was they was really going at resources and not at the the movement of the game they they wasn't this let, is the, uh, the 90s story that's a yeah. quintessential man you know what i'm saying they was going they like signed that. a contract without the lawyer bro that's mm-hmm. what it was and i said i'm not a part of this group uh like that because <laughs> i'm not gonna get got they didn't end up getting got but they got <laughs> they got uh what you call it incubated uh you know what i'm saying they was they was they was stagnant for a minute so they got shelved kind of kind of shelved not really shelved because they didn't really get to finish the project you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it was just that dude was so hyped stock world. About, right they got stock room okay all right <laughs> they got warehouse and, and so at the same Damn. time though don't um, get warehouse. that breaks my heart yeah <laughs> my man's my man's four eyes uh um he jumped into the source battle too and so we was about to battle each other and then he got eliminated that was when you couldn't really curse 
mm-hmm. in, the, in your rhymes because the battle was outside. Um, in, a, in a lot. It was in a lot. But they had a big tent over the lot. Why did that mm-hmm. mean you couldn't cuss? That because was that was there? that was the temperament of oh, 90s. Uh, this is crime bill era, right? People respected where they was. Hip hop was born outside, out mm-hmm. of out of you know what I'm saying peace right. and love for everybody in the park, right? And so when it went in the clubs, that's when it kind of perverted itself, and then it came back out of the club like venom. You know what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but it, it, hip hop started in the park where everybody was there, no matter what generation or whoever was in listening distance, and so. Um, I I I was I based my movements upon that and went to the source battle, was able to win that. I won out of a hundred and one. I smiled because it was supposed to be a hundred and I got there late with my son <laughs> and I asked Buddy, man, put me down on the list. He was like, nah, son, we have a hundred already, son. I'm trying to go home. I'm like, man, put me down. He's like, nah, you can talk to her, but we got 100. I walked over to her. It was like, he told me to put me down. He told me to tell you, <laughs> put me on that list. So, all right, we already have 100, but you can be number 101. And I won the whole thing. Mm. I was determined. I won. They said, Phenom, you're going to New York. You're going to battle against nine other MCs who won for their the city. City's, yeah. Right? I was like, wow, this is the first time the source was really doing this. Benzino was in charge of the source mm. then, right? So it was crazy, man. We flew me to New York. I'm seeing my name at the, the airport. Mm. Like, I'm in a limo with D12, right? Oh, that's a right? six. It's a stretch limo. Right? It's a, it's, but they had like five limos because everybody was coming in yeah, yeah. at the same time, right? And so I jumped in the limo. I didn't even know, you know what I'm saying, who D12 was at the time. And they were like, oh, yeah, who's D12? All right. I'm from Chicago, boy. What's up? We could battle right here in this thing. Everybody, that's what it was. It was battle. It was, we battled so many times before the battle that by the time the battle came, we was tired. <laughs> it was, it was, it, hip hop was live. Cyphers were like those are happening over there, but they, like chess games, it was like serious chess games. Yeah. It was what could you do with words? What could you do with thought? How can you enter? It wasn't about stumbling or, or can you rap about your chain? It was mathematical matrix, man. Mm-hmm. It was dope. And so I, I end up taking second out of the nine out of the ten. So what's that? Will we second. remember in the the person who took first? Proof. Oh, okay. Right. Wow. Right. <laughs> Proof one. They they kind of gave it to him because of M's climb. M mm. was climbing, and he did something smart. Because they ended up becoming man. I found out the whole story. Enemies. Man, yeah. I found the whole story. <laughs> like Eminem was wasn't even supposed to blow first. It was Proof that was supposed right. to blow. Um, but Eminem had shock value. Mm-hmm. Right. right, so that was that was the business of the game. Right. That's mm-hmm. when I started learning. Proof is an animal, man. Why? Mm-hmm. Why didn't he get signed? It was because M had more of crossover appeal, and you could do so much more with him. It wasn't that he was better. He ended up getting better by being in the game. But at that point, they were you know proof was yeah. actually better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he ended up winning. Um, they gave it to him. The source said they was going to sign all of us. They didn't. They they just signed our ticket to go back home, bro. That's that's all. They, and gave us a source T-shirt, and that was it. And so, man, I, so I, many people have been paid in T-shirts over here. T-shirts, man. It was. I was like, what the hell is yeah, your, this? Your T-shirt closet is stacked, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, man, crazy. And so, when I came back to the city, I was like, man, my name gonna be buzzing. My name wasn't buzzing. It was, it was not buzzing. And so, luckily, I ran into 
Malik Youssef mm-hmm. around the time that Love Jones was being Man, right. And y'all got very. Are y'all still cool? Y'all still got good. Yeah, that's that's Man. like my mentor. He went through Public Allies the year before I did. Where y'all? Man, I didn't even think about it. Y'all, y'all even kind of not looking. Yeah, like, kind of. I, I was getting that for but, a minute, for a minute. Like, that's why I had to grow my locks. It was like <laughs> y'all I, have very I'm different, similar different. energy. That's right, crazy. right. He's an Aries too. You know what okay, I'm saying? It's, right. it's, I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from him. He, he's like my big brother, man. Right, and. Right, right. Not just he's like a big brother to me, but my big brother, they're alike. <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah, he's like my big brother. You should get him on the show. That'd be yeah, fun. yeah, I get him. Yeah, get Malik. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he got a lot. He got a lot. I'm, I'm going to have to hit him up a couple times, but yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. I, I, you definitely I'll get, do. I'll get through to him. <laughs> um, but Shout out Malik. You Malik taught me some things about the industry, man, that, that really kept me from putting my dream on the table for it to be chopped up. <laughs> and I respect that. And he was going through the Love Jones thing. And I didn't really understand what the Love Jones thing was. It, I thought he was the guy they were talking about in Love Jones, but nope, it was a poet here on on Chicago scene called Reggie Gibson that that was actually about. Mm. And he, ta- uh, Malik, taught Lorenz Tate how to spit the poem right. Mm. That was his job, and so he got some acclaim some, from that some consultant type of man. And then he <laughs> he moved his way up in the industry, and you know he can tell you a story. It's awesome. Yeah. But from that, I was he, he told me, man, you know, why don't you come and do this open mic? And it was called Ritual Sundays. I went to Ritual Sundays, and it was the best day. It was like that seven-year-old feeling again, but for adults. But it was definitely some drinking. You know what I'm saying? It was definitely some drinking they there. Right, it was, it was a little <laughs> drinking, a little drinking. But it was a live band. They had free food over there in the corner. It was, it was, it was beautiful until I saw the politics of it. And then I was like, damn, I need to I need to make my own thing, man. Yeah. I need to make my own thing. And that's when I met Brother Mike Hawkins. Mm. Met him at the click. Peace, right? Mike. The click. Yeah, rest in peace, Brother yeah. Mike, right? The click. The, uh, the click. Yeah, man, the old you know E2. Some, you know what something Ergo should do? Is like a, a list map of closed down thing. clubs yeah. in Chicago. Straight up. It's <laughs> out. It's and out. do like a tour. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's real because a lot of us... M- were made in these closed yeah. down clubs, man. Yeah. And it'd be great to have that map for us. Actually, I can give you that idea. That's it's not appropriate. Uh, we would we, <laughs> okay, we, we would be making fun of, of it, to be honest. So, <laughs> Straight up. So, so, so you go ahead. Just for its existence, that'd be that'd be dope. <laughs> we can work on some info mapping technology. Yeah, that'd be that real dope. Um and so man, from that, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start my own thing. I approached Brother Mike, I said, man, I wanna do something like bringing the noise, bringing the funk. They like tell their story through tap. Yeah. And and I was like, I want to tell my story through hip hop and poetry and whatever else we put together. He like, yo, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, he's, he's deep ass voice, bro. <laughs> you don't then, get a lot of brother make impressions. It was man, man. He was like, wow, man. <laughs> then I saw him use it. I saw him use it. He used it, you know what I'm saying, for the ladies. Yeah, of course he had the deep voice of Barry White. No, 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 no. Brother Mike used his voice along with his words. He Brother Mike did a piece as a baby that was about to be aborted (laughs) with a violinist and a dancer that was dancing in a latex bag. Mm. And then he spoke as the baby and God, bro, bro, I was like, yo, this is this is what we do we take people to the next level of this art form. People up there getting poems, trying to do Love Jones. Is that all right? We're like, man, fuck your Love Jones, bro. We finna give you some Jones for real. And then we started getting political education from Chairman Fred and then Marcus Klein with the um, 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 
Frontline magazine and and Ashaki Klein with the with the Black Fist, God rest her soul. So then we started um, um, hearing from Steve Biko, uh, uh, um, not, um, um, Stokely, uh, Carmichael. Then we started uh, um, hearing from. Um, um, just just uh, um, Pam Africa from Move 9. Mm-hmm. They took us to Baltimore and we met with Pam Africa. Mm-hmm. Then it got real, 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 real. <laughs> Chairman Fred, I mean, like the police star shooting, you know what I'm saying? That Chairman Fred, it, it, was, mm-hmm. it was nuts, you know what I'm saying, on a revolutionary level. That's when I realized, yo, they don't want progressive music to exist here. <laughs> there was a lane that was getting closed for mm-hmm. us. The group, the group that we started was Poetry Chicago, People's Organized Entertainment, teaching righteous education everywhere. And our whole plight was to let's go set up platforms for these kids, man. Mm-hmm. We running it. We're not going to close it down, because, and they, but they kept closing us down. So we, <laughs> we started something called Lyricist Loft. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, and and that was at a loft. Is that well, where was that space? It was six. I want to say I don't know six one six six oh six Lake Street. Okay, okay. Right there off the expressway, mm-hmm. Lake, mm-hmm. looking down mm-hmm. on the yeah. right. And so that loft, it was like four or five artists. Chadwick, uh, the artist, he's nuts. He's been on uh, Conan O'Brien and all kind of other stuff just for his art. He was doing his art all over the the loft. Mm-hmm. So the 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 art was nasty. Brother Mike is there doing showing videos, uh, a move nine or mm-hmm. the the assassination of Fred Hampton, mm-hmm. just showing this on the screen for people to come in and you know what I'm saying. His queen is making spaghetti. We about to come and rock later. I'm hosting. It was the loft was a dream. <laughs> what nobody kicked us out. We there till four in the morning. Just just sleep. Yeah. Just wake up and just spit some more man it, it was your, your little taste of utopia it was it was that mm-hmm. and then you know we we said we can't just have this in the career we need we need to do this for the youth man we need and so we all kind of huddled figured out what we were going to do we came up with a program we split um brother mike went to um little black pearl at first and started mm-hmm. digital yeah. youth network with mm-hmm. akili right and then i went with K Love and we started Lyric Mentoring. Mm-hmm. Rhythm went to High Park High School and started winning awards with all the art students there. And Issa Starr is like, she's like this Erica Badu, <laughs> just getting us clout everywhere she's going. She's doing songs with Dead Prayers and, and Wu Tang. And so it was like poetry names still yeah. bubbling. Mm-hmm. We ended up doing shows with the, uh, um, the Whalers. Mm. Wow. We rock with Dead Prayers so many mm. different times, man. All of these people with clout, um, Dance Africa, they mm. came here to Chicago and wanted three groups in the United States, and we were one of them. It was like, wow. Yeah. Then Mike created U Media, mm-hmm. and it was some fights in U Media, not with the youth, with the establishment, man. Right. Well, and this Just, is then it's not a loft; it's within the institution and. The U Media did it start at the library or was it somewhere before that? U Media started at it was it was Digital Youth Network that mm-hmm. that right. was really U Media, but the mm-hmm. name came while going into Hare Washington College or I'm sorry, Hare Washington Library, mm-hmm. and so with that he couldn't really do the loft, but but the loft was inside of Mike, right? Like the church, mm-hmm. and he he created a church there. Inside of the library, right. you have to understand what was there. It was fire and ice in the same room. <laughs> Bro, this is the library. Yeah. <laughs> this is the library. That's A, to have an open mic in the library with 
teens? Are you nuts? Nah, I mean, you know, those are my peers now, right? And so, you know, I kind of, I didn't, I wasn't really plugged in in high school. It was when I went away to school and, and was coming back. back in college. Like, so when I was like 19, I started to come oh, okay. around. And so, like, hearing, like, yeah, we would cut school school to go to the library. I'm like, <laughs> it was the library? Yeah. It was that's what that's what we were on, bro. Yeah. We was like, we gotta change. We have to change what cool is. Yeah. Right. We have to change cool, and you gotta be hella cool to change cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, what was there? Just just look at it like on a on a what do you call it? A drone, a drone view. On one side of the room. There's books studying. There's video games, right? People designing video games. Inside over there, there's a little studio with the door closed. And over here is this loud-ass open mic mm -hmm. separated by a chalkboard or what do you call it? A whiteboard. Yeah. Stop. How is this noise not leaking over here and stopping this from happening or vice versa? Yeah. But it lived. That's because we knew what it was. We right. knew what we wanted. They didn't have, um, they didn't give us the, the top-notch equipment, bro, to work right. with these youth who could possibly become a chance to rapper. Mm -hmm. right. No, we had to, we had to put that in them. So wherever they went, it came out. Well, it's it's the, you had an answer to the question that we always ask anyone when they're trying to build something, which is. What are your goals and who is it for? Yeah. And if you can answer those questions, then you can yeah. make it. But if you don't have a clear answer for those two questions, then you're not going to be able to make anything that's substantive. Oh, man. We would beat your ass if you stop a youth from speaking on their platform. We <laughs> would fight your ass. Even if he's talking about shooting up the whatever, let him speak. <laughs> let him speak, man. Because if it wasn't for people who, who made sure that our platforms were there, we wouldn't be who we were. Right. We, we'd, we'd been stuck in this system, this world, man, where we right. had to work 90 days just to get off probation. How am I on probation and I just got here? Damn, I guess, can I get a new word? Damn, uh, I'm on probation at work. Damn, that's crazy. Just to start. And then after that, you got to kiss some ass for some few years just to get, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop, you could do it in a night. And we protect that. Yeah. We protect that, man. So to go back to the the question, and I'm so glad that we got all of that context and that history. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. That's what this is for. And I'm so yeah. grateful for you bringing that here. When you think about specifically for you, and I, and I love how you framed it in community. When you think about that legacy, or you think about the story and the narratives that haven't been packaged and distributed to funders and distributed to news publications. Um, let's fast forward 20 years down the line. What's the story that hasn't been told yet about you and your 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 people, your community that you that you want to make sure is told? I don't know. That's a real hard question, yeah. man, because it's it's evolving. Mm -hmm. It's evolving. And if you'd asked me this ten years ago or five years ago, what uh, would you have said? Um, you can. How I long just, were you? Yeah, I, I would just want. <laughs> I'm very one. wrong, man. I'm yeah. very wrong because we had a clear and present, tangible opposition. It was it was tangible for us. It was it was the the old ways of life, mm -hmm. and we were attacking that, and mm -hmm. we was breaking that. The fight now, <laughs> it's funny, man. I don't know. That's why I stopped fighting. Because <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like no, I'm like it's like real. for for real, yeah, bro. Like real. like for real. The the like for real. The actual phone. Is that men in black thing? Yeah. yeah. 
It's, it's real, bro. We, we K-Love and I are in schools and we're working with the classrooms and in the classrooms, the attention span is yeah. crap, bro. Yeah. And and Like, I literally just said it to you. Like, we haven't stopped. We, I haven't stopped my sentence. <laughs> and you forgot what we were, what bro, we're actually bro. talking about right now. You, it's not even possible to forget yet. It's, it's not. It's not. I haven't, it, even, it I haven't means, finished saying it. It just you means it isn't going in. Yeah. The attention span yeah, is, real. the attention span is what, kind of like YouTube is. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to focus on this, but then something comes up and says, bing. Right. That's how the mind is working. So, damn. And the references from back in the day, people could tell us, yeah, Adam and Eve, that's because we were taught the story of the Bible. Like right. Now Adam and Eve is like this uh, meme. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, the, nothing, nothing, not, there are a lot of things that don't really hit deep like they used to. Yeah. Everything is surface and swipe left, and it's, this is different. Working with youth, um, their hope, their hope is low. Hmm. Their hope is low because of what they're looking at, um, and what they're looking at is a race, a vigorous race of who could show the worst shit. Yeah. That's what they're looking at, and they're basing their life off of that. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, inspiring, I, I'm yeah. not showing shit. I'm not getting paid. You know, I need to show some shit. And so they go shit on people to get looked at, bro. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. And so the fight went from attacking the, the old frame, and it went from super old to super new. Right. Like, and then you're like, hold on, is there anything from the old frame that might be useful? Right. <laughs> you know? And so what I learned that's most effective with inspiring other people is just living, man. Yeah. That's well, the I, hardest thing, actually. I admire your ability to and willingness to rethink and to recognize that things are changing and to not hold those truths as absolute and let them in. And to be honest about being in that moment of like trying to figure it out again. Yeah, man. And let you that be an to. ongoing process. You have to. It. I saw the polls reversing on Channel 11. I caught it. It was like in the middle of the night. I woke up and it was like, oh, damn, there's a graphic. The polls are reversing. This was like maybe 15 years ago. And then things started changing. Like the smart rapper was not paid. The dumbass rapper was. Mm -hmm. The male-dominated environment was now a ladies-dominated environment. What was smart was dumb. What was dumb, you smart as hell. Listen to him. <laughs> He's really a genius if you listen to him. Like the, 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 the bottom became the top. I, I actually saw it. And I understood, yo, people don't see this. People not feeling it. The younger person is finna be the boss, bro. Yeah. The 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 lion is not going to be the cop. It's actually going to be the people. Well, here's the thing, though, is that you were if you frame the way you framed it is that you were pushing to challenge the old frame of mind and the old way of doing things. And partly because of that work, that actually happened. <laughs> and Man. so then you got to try to make sense of it, and uh, that's right. a. That's a tricky thing to do because you can't anticipate all the ways that things change. And that's why I honestly I don't try to make sense of it no more, bro. <laughs> I, I just live. That's mm -hmm. hard enough. <laughs> that's hard. Live. Living is hard. And and I'm just gonna say just this one little piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sitting down and if you set up your music, give me somebody. Like a Erica Badu album, right? You're transported. Right? You know what I'm saying? I just left the building, but I'm back. Yeah. I know you don't have other headphones because you've been wearing the headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, like right. You I'm back. And you 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 put your aux in or you set up your Bluetooth, right? Boom. Uh, and you're all wet. And, they, and the music is gone. YouTube is going to cut in with a commercial, bro. 
You didn't want that. Mm-hmm. This is not living. So what do you have to do? You have to actually either get out the water. You got to touch your phone. Put your phone at risk for it unless you have one of those fresh Galaxy phones. You can. There's interruptions in just living. And so I started studying that. I'm like, damn, who's going to stop me from going over here to this thing during this way? Uh, uh. People don't, ha- don't have the decency to let a conversation happen. There's one person, then there's another person. Just living is hard enough. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm living, bro. I'm, <laughs> I, when I wake up with my daughter, I wake up with her. Yeah. Uh, oh, the best example I can give of this is I, when I have a mentor or a mentee, most of everybody who's, who's been through MC school been through this exercise. I take my crayons and I pour them all out on the table and I say, put these in groups according to the color of the paper because the papers are different. They're different shades mm-hmm. of like yellow and purple and stuff. And so they start. When somebody start was blue and if there's a blue under a yellow, they'll grab that yellow to remove it, but then start grabbing yellows. Mm-hmm. And if there's a green under the yellow, They'll grab the greens and start that. So the whole um, purpose of the activity is to stay focused. Like when you're freestyling and you're rhyming about what's happening in the room, stay in the room. There's more things in the room. Mm-hmm. You'll find different things, right? And so I label that as finish breakfast first. You know what I'm saying? If you start on blues, move everything out the way and get the blues. And so when you're with your daughter, let's say that's blue, be there. Yeah. And then when you're not there, it's cool because when you come back, you're going to be there. You know where the blue is. Right, the blue. right. And when you're with mom, be with mom. When you're with your boys or your friends, be with your friends. When you're writing, write. Get off the phone, get off Facebook. So, you know, it helped me to really put the energies in the right places and really live. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm here, man. I ain't really looking at my phone a bunch of times. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm, I'm here with y'all. Y'all some geniuses, man. Just to let... Right back no, no. No, I know, I know. But I see a lot of people. <laughs> I see a lot of people. <laughs> I see a lot of people. <laughs> you guys are hella smart. Uh, you, are, you are very smart and, and I love that you even have this because this can stretch to Iraq. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our listeners in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, we got set. folks in other countries. We got folks We've had a few listeners around the world. I, I yeah, love yeah. y'all for this, man. Yeah, you say you got a hundred and some episodes. We're, we're, we're doing it. A so. hundred and something times you had to say, nah, bro, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful no, thing, and, no, and, it, and it feeds us the same way you're talking about yeah. these Respect. things. So be- before we get out of here, it's time to play the game. This so, is this is going to be fascinating. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna gas you up one more time, but this is this is what it was about, and I'm really excited because I I, I know. And our listeners know before I explain it what's coming. <laughs> I know you're going to have something. I know you're ready for it and you don't got no warning. So just wait. Let me take this little bit of gas first okay. and then we're going to get into the cornerstone <laughs> of the work. So I just want to say, so the, the I was at the, the the final ceremony for your first session at MC School of oh, And that was super dope. The graduation. killed the graduation. But y'all opening the event was that breathing room. Yes, sir. And so that was much more intimate. Yes, sir. And I was just very honored that it happened mm. in that space. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of work and mm. a, a part of my my legacy, I definitely want to continue your lineage, right? And, and, and I, you know, thank you for laying down this groundwork. So as an artist and an organizer and a, a movement maker, right, mm. I, 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 you are somebody who I can look to as this is a lane 
and I can hybrid it, right, with yeah, the other yeah, things yeah, that yeah. I do. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. thank you for that, and you deserve that respect. respect and that reverence. Now it's time to get to it, right? So you got thank your you, gas. Mm-hmm. You, you, we done talked about common sense. We done talked about the clouds. We done went through you know, all the spirituality of the complex seven-year-old that you are still growing out of. Um, but it's about accountability, bro. Mm-hmm. Us here in these Ergo streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here at Ergo, we have taken a stand. There's a sect of the world. I'm 26. I say in my lifetime, there's a sect of the world that has run amok. Mm. And we shall allow for it no more. <laughs> we have taken the stand. And every week, we invite somebody to join us in this crusade through accountability. And our accountability tool is beef. So it's love. It's restoration. We're not really conflict-oriented anywhere else. But this time right here, it's, where we channel it's it. about that action. Mm-hmm. This group of the world that has run amok uh-huh. is R&B singers. Uh-huh. <laughs> so every week we play the game, beef with the R&B singer. Okay. And why? Any era. Uh-huh. So we can go from David Ruffin down to the latest SoundCloud crooner. Who do you got? Who you got and why? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's I'm do ready. it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Who do you got? <clears throat> Robert Kelly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He's R. Kelly. He's the like, reason the game You know exists. what? We're going to let this... I feel like you've probably... You <laughs> dealt probably with him more yeah, than yeah. anybody else. I want to hear your perspective. I'm pissed, bro. I'm pissed. I'm pissed that um, 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 Best of Both Worlds didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pissed. <laughs> That's I'm your pissed. main issue? I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Right? I'm pissed. I'm pissed that, you know what I'm saying? He had so many good songs and such a, a bad off the field life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, outside of the booth, yeah, he's terrible, bro. You, he's uh, monstrous, man, 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 man. And and he has hits. I've seen in the R. Kelly show, um, like on a, one of the bootleg DVDs, mm-hmm. bro. He got hits. He he, he got hits. And that would have been great if if he'd have been a. If he wasn't a, a monstrous a, human being. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that, that's 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 despicable, man. He had Aaliyah. He could have. He could have. Man, he could. Kells could have saved Chicago. Mm. Huh? Did people back then look at him that like was he like a the same way some people might think of Kanye as a savior figure, whether he obviously isn't, but mm-hmm. was that kind of around him? Let's say ninety, whatever whatever year you want to pinpoint it at. Did people look to R. Kelly at any point as like a savior figure for the city? Well, let's look at Kanye and let's look at Kells. Kanye is not Kanye without the Kanye banter. Mm-hmm. Kells never bantered to anybody and he's as big as he is. Right? So that shows the power of R. Kells as, as an R&B artist, period. So I think that he he had the power to give his banter. You know yeah, what I'm saying? To add on t- and he, do something. He don't even have it though. He's he got nothing to band. Yeah, he, yeah, he he really does though. He really does he? he really does. Do you think R. Kelly has some like helpful I've, perspective I've never toward a more equitable city? Anything. Without a, with, one thing oh, I've man. ever heard from R. Kelly. Without a doubt, man. You're gonna a get doubt. a hard disagree oh, from man. the two of without us. Without a doubt, I'd like to challenge y'all and say it. Okay, so let's think. Why? Because <laughs> this is important, right? Because because the, because the, the game actually starts with, with Art Kelly, and so like to take it out of the joke, right? You know, a couple of things like trying to figure out a new restorative model for like accounting for harm, and uh-huh. then also having a new lens on harm, specifically masculine harm, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And so in the restorative framework, you're not people are not supposed to be disposable, uh-huh. and Art Kelly is the one that challenges me on that. Almost um, any other person in the world, he is the one that like. Is the most difficult for me to figure out how could how could he how can we have room in this world for him harm? right uh, okay. and so and so you would have to really point to any I outside of melody right like yeah. I can't 
I have not received any value or anything besides him being like a, a deeply flawed and harmed and uh-huh. like bruised person, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but highly harmful. So okay. you got to give me something. To, Let me say to, this. Let me say this. To bro. humanize. Let me say I guess. this, and I'm, I'm glad I'm the one to say this. Um, uh, I think the Joker said it. Um, what's his name? He- Hedger. He- he- yeah. Mm-hmm. You either die a villain, or you live long enough. I'm sorry, you die a hero or you live long enough to be the villain? Actually, that was Harvey Dent, but the same Harvey movie. Harvey Dent, same movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie, Joe. <laughs> same writer. Right. <laughs> Nolan. Right, you die the hero mm-hmm. or you live long enough to be the villain. Mm-hmm. Tupac, bro, was on his way down hmm. with that's the bullshit he was putting out, bro. Yeah, that's that fair. Was, it was dog shit. Yeah. He got killed. He became a martyr. That's real. Right. Same thing with Notorious B.I.G. Puffy got him to put on a shiny suit in a boat, bro. He was going down. He was going down. That's a fair... I can understand. He got killed. He got killed. R. Kelly's greatness is not for y'all generation. Hmm. He's in villain land now. Mm-hmm. But Before, he has done but villainous he things. It. He earned it. He has Be, done no, villainous things that has, are unacceptable. We don't condone those things. I have a mother. I yeah, have, I a, I have yeah. a... You know what I'm saying? A sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have. I have people... Where I could put R. Kelly's lens on it, and that that'll be messed up, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want that. Prior to all of that, prior to I don't to, think there is a prior to. I don't that. think I think the history is, that I've learned is that he, this was the been, whole time since the beginning, and I know we're cutting you off. But this right. is a, I was about to say I, I was just let me say <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. Prior to all of that, what R. Kelly gave us was how to come from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And be starving. Mm-hmm. You're cold as hell, mm-hmm. but you finna sing in this place. R. Kelly got noticed singing on the blue line in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That stinking tunnel, bro. Mm-hmm. I know that tunnel. You been in that tunnel before? Yeah. Okay. R. Kelly got recognized from that. Mm-hmm. Let's stop there. After recognition, pew, no more R. Kelly talk. How to get recognized, how to not give up on your dream, how to stand in a place of stink and sing and 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 sing. That's funny. And sing (laughs) for real Mm -hmm. to sing for real. Now that it that resonates to me because I see youth at that point Hmm. where they are not willing to stand in nowhere stinking, bro. Okay. But they want to be famous. They want to be Drake. They looking at everything on YouTube. They trying to be that. But they don't want to even come to rehearsal. They don't want to come to rehearsal not high, bro. That man had to stand there. He had to. What that show was, stand over there. So you're it saying it's show. the ethic of it, the, the, the dedication, that what you're saying? Just that part right there? I'm just saying there You, you are, there, can't learn? You can't learn from that? I hear okay, you. I hear you. That's, that's real. valid. I just think there are... So it and if, if we're if, going if, to throw if what away achieving his dreams means oh, man. is that that is connected. There are plenty of other people who have stood on platforms who haven't done the things he's done. That, very, that is, very true. That's, you're saying that's what, my point. You're saying what we can learn value. from him out of everything he's done. That I understand okay. that. I can hear that. Can, right? Okay. That was and that was before whatever, right? But if we're gonna put anybody. And this is what I learned when I went to Iraq, bro. If we're going to put anybody as a hero, all right, then you must understand that there's some bad shit about them that you don't know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So there's mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. 
not to condone R. Kelly. R. Kelly's off the table. We're talking about who we are revering. And I've seen it in so many youth's eyes. Somebody who they revered end up being revealed. Expose him. This is the expose him era. Right. And the people who we thought and we held up high. That's real. Man. And we get so depleted and (laughs) so deflated. That's because we shouldn't put it in the people. We should take from the lessons that they show us and then apply it to ourselves if it fits. And so there are things you can learn from Hitler. There are things you can learn from Hitler. Dedication. Mm. A Jew said that. There's enough people who, (laughs) other people who are dedicated. There is, there is. There's a billion people. I could use a million people. In that context, we're looking at terrible people who you can still find some good from. Right, but that takes energy and takes time. So why not look oh. to people who are doing other things? Like, why why invest? I understand the redeeming quality, but why invest the time to search for that in them for your lessons? Mm-hmm. When you can, you, you've been talking a lot about taking a holistic view, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let's take a holistic view That's and holistic. not use those people for their lessons while pushing aside the other pieces or discounting the other pieces. That those, you know... The, that dedication to accomplishing that dream that you described for him, his dream that was motivating him then included the desire to do those terrible things. Okay. The dedication that you're talking about in the other context <laughs> is a dedication. to. So those are not examples from where I sit. And I'm not, those are not examples of a something to model, something to learn from. Those are the ways that powerful forces like dedication and focus can be tools for harm. So we need to be rethinking that. That's not like not take that piece and run with it, but understand like the dangers of those tools also that they can be liberatory. They can be something that resonates with you, Mm -hmm. but it's a very slippery. It's a very close line. How many women did he harass in that blue line tunnel? That's, That's a great ass question, but you know what? I don't know. And I wasn't there. And I don't use R. Kelly as an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it started with y'all, you. You're right. Yeah. With him. Y'all, but this bro, was the this, this y'all game, this right? <laughs> and you said what you asking mm-hmm. for Nam. I yeah. I I teach people how to taste the sugar in the salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna ask me anybody. You give me anybody, I can find something good that can be used. Yeah, yeah. right. So even even Santa Claus. <laughs> That's a damn lie. Santa Claus is a lie, bro. R. Kelly, Hitler, and Santa Claus walking to a bar. Come on, come on. That's a funny ass joke. Santa Claus is a straight lie. However, and I heard this from a sister who's who's adamant about not cel- celebrating Christmas. You can't get away from not uh, from celebrating Christmas here. You can't. You can't. You want to go into the store, there's music playing that you, you don't want, want. If you want to go to your job, it's closed. It's closed. <laughs> real, no, let's real talk. Let's talk, man. You are forced to, in some way, yeah. to be a part of this thing that's going on. Yeah. Right? You're telling me. <laughs> let's, my- let's just take, let's take what they call the, the Christmas spirit. Oh, jolly Saint Nick. Mm-hmm. That's a damn lie. But mm-hmm. people get into the spirit of giving. Mm-hmm. And they think they think they're in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit that was taught to us, bro. Santa Claus, a fat ass white man coming <laughs> through a chimney in the projects, bro. Stop it. But in the projects, that spirit mm-hmm. made James Brown come up with a song that healed us, man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I hear you. Whoever came up with that lie, we would we would love to put our hands on them. However, yeah. even James Brown, how even Har- James Brown, even James Brown, <laughs> yeah. especially with that living in America bullshit he was yeah. playing, yeah. especially with that. He even but, campaigned for Nixon. It's <laughs> listen, don't, don't don't open it up. Don't, I had too I mean, much political top, education top, on top of the abuse, yeah. but like right. So even even what, what we learned through 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 political education, bro, that that there are things that are released upon us. And that are put out here to really distract us from what's important. And what's important is not R. Kelly or his music or what he can teach the damn world. The, 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 what's important is how do we feel and what do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. This might be the most extended R&B beef we've had. Let's That's go. Funny. So That's what's up. I got to get to a meeting. We got to go. But, damn. But you, we, we got you here. So if you will, would you, we, we, we've, we've discussed your words so much. Uh, but that's that's derivative. You would you be willing? Yeah. Would you be willing? You, to got, you got time to let the people, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Phenomenon is Euphrates River, and that's flow. Ah. Michael Jordan and Spalding, and that's go. Um. 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 Serena Williams. And, no, I was just bullshit. I was bullshit. I was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the midst of the war, I can hear the soldiers roar. Rap Messiah, boy. We got keys for freedom connoisseurs. We in the last days. Life short, that's more than a phrase. Young boys with French braids get sprayed in gangways. Remember this. For Nam, I didn't come. I was sent. To get a message to the desperate of the devil's intent to get us all in the position to be devoured. We can't fall to the ground like the Twin Towers. You should acknowledge that I'm spitting in the final hour. Modern technology is stripping humans of their power. Miseducation of religion keep my people sour. Now my brother settled the differences with gunpowder. My plan? Create a sacred and holy land for the spiritually indigenous child, woman, and man. I'm a... Runaway slave with Jesuit ways. My heart is beyond brave. Y'all freedom is what I crave. Some say follow Jesus. Others tell me not to. I follow dude in the mirror, but he only moves when I do. I'm up here in the sky like where the Falcons at. I'm high off my people. Just pop some Malcolm X. So check my crystal method, man. It'll make you choke. Hypes live in my bathroom. My shit is dope. <laughs> Rock him looking for me. He that microphone fiend. He ain't been straight for years. Well, now I'm going to make him lean. Try not to overdose. You will get overseen. If those dudes are malpractice, I'll be the Dr. King. But they got the dreams. Yeah, that they be better. Phenom's a nightmare in a hooded Freddy Krueger sweater. So one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You better hope to God that dude find you before I do. Because I'm a master of massacre, mass murker, a smasher of bastards, monster mashing, rocking the mask of massa, uh, ma- maxing your maximum axis, splashing your blood all over this atlas for the aftermath of the diaspora. What? You think it's sweet? Stick your tongue in it and taste it. Last five who tried as hostages in my basement and faceless aces. Should I say deuces? I spit fire that cook gooses. Idiots want war with God and with Satan, they want truces. My hate is thriller, like you spilled some Michael Jackson on it. Y'all on that bullshit, shooting like John Paxson on it. God's power is Hollywood, because some of y'all is acting on it. Some niggas are rock a noose if you put some diamonds and platinum on it. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, we gone, man. Much love Woo. to the people. Peace. Hey. <laughs> Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Uh, 
the drama Every day you hear the llama did the Bruno. Ambulance on the block See the dicks, see the cops And you even see the ops with the Bruno. Now the corner hella hot And the cash flow stops Stick up kids about to hit the Get the shoes, get the jewels Lunch money on the way to school Catch a fool slipping at the Because it's hard to eat, it's hard to breathe, it's hard to leave, it's hard to see, it's hard to move, it's hard to sleep. Yeah, the baby need a pair of shoes, and I got a stun of fools. He be like, cute. He said he need a whip, he need a grip, he need a brick, he need a chick, he need the quick, he need to get himself into some slicker. And maybe dip expensive trips. Gotta make his pocket flip, full of chips, rolling sick. Show it's about that. This episode of Ergo is brought to you by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad, so we didn't. <laughs>